Welcome to Throwbacks, where we talk all things cool and retro. From the figures you grew up with, to the figures we still hunt today. We'll deep dive into our favorite TV shows and movies from yesterday and today. Let's get to it. Good morning, good evening, and good night, and welcome to Throwbacks, where we talk all things cool and retro. I'm your host, Brad, and this is my co-host, the Raid of my Skywalker, Uncle BJ. Thank you, Brad. This is your co-host, your friendly neighborhood, Uncle BJ, coming at you live tonight. We're ready to throw some back. That we are, and uh, I think tonight I chose... Rain, the lovely element drink from Snapple. That's back in the '90s. And uh, what are you partaking in tonight, Mr. BJ? Uh, I'm having a drink older than that. It's called Jameson. Um, that's got to be by a few decades, I think. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So we decided to uh, start this podcast adventure with uh, kind of giving a little background on who the heck we are, what the heck we're into. And uh, kind of what this podcast is going to be about. Yep. And uh, we're going to take you back with us to some stuff that we enjoy. And we're going to so, talk about it. So I consider myself a, a 90s kid. That's kind of the cool uh, new new term for all us 90s kids that are finally to the point in our lives where we can uh, realize that it's cool to look back at that kind of stuff. Uh, what do you consider yourself to be? Well, I was born in the 70s, uh, but I was old enough for Saturday morning cartoons, trips to the toy store, and uh, consider myself an 80s kid, more or less. Yeah, so you kind of like, uh, you, were, you may have been born in the 70s, but you were kind of just a, a grub worm and didn't really experience the 70s. Yeah, I mean, I started out with Star Wars, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah. See, when I when I was when I was born, I'm, Star Wars was celebrating what is like 15th anniversary, 20th anniversary. <laughs> I'm going to the the theater to, to see the special editions with all my fellow adult friends. At that point, like, yeah, yeah. Star Wars is back. It's great. <laughs> and I'm out there, you know, trying to, you know, find my first armpit hair or whatever the heck is going on. Um, so. What uh, like kind of started your uh, your your passion, your love for you know toys, collectibles, and just you know the kind of stuff that we that we dig. So I always loved toys because I was a only child, frequently left with a TV set and a bunch of toys to play with. Um, my first toys were Playmobil, which some people may remember because they they still have those. I think I remember seeing them at Toys R Us when it was still around, but. Uh, you know, they were kind of just plain and, you know, had a few accessories at the time, weren't really that cool. Not much flavor to them. Right. Are those the things that usually come with, like, the little village that have a hollow bottom, basically, and they're just, you know, like, literally an inch and a half tall? Is that, <laughs> is that what those were? Because I know now, now they've, you know, they're kind of, they've got Star Trek ones where they're in spaceships and have arms and legs, so... Oh, they're super duper now. I mean, they've got Ghostbusters ones that are better than, you know, the, the real <laughs> super fly Ghostbuster ones. But 
Yeah, back then they were pretty plain. Like I had a set that were like knights, you know, they had little swords and armor and came with horses they could ride and had little helmets. And that, that was probably the coolest ones that I had. I didn't, didn't even know that was a thing. That's rad. Yeah. And, uh, I believe those came, I want to say those came from, and I'm probably wrong here, but they came from like Sweden or somewhere. They weren't even like American originally. I don't know. Yep. I mean, for a, a long time, we were kind of slacking on, on toys. And I mean, I guess even still today, we still borrow a, a lot of stuff from, you know, overseas. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's Power Rangers, Voltron, and all that stuff, which we'll get into when when we hit my, my 90s section. But yeah, I guess that's kind of almost always been a part of the toy culture. Yeah, I remember, um, uh, to let you know how old I am, I saw Star Wars in the movie theater. Uh, it was the drive-in movie theater. My mom took me, and uh, if if you know me and my mom might have my different our differences, but uh, if she wasn't a huge Star Wars fan, I, I wouldn't be into all this crazy stuff. So good on her, good on you, mom. Um, you know we we went to see Star Wars, and then uh, there there weren't even any toys out at first. So, you know, I'm pretending like my Playmobil guys are like Luke and Han, you know, running around. And uh, and then I think I think a year later, they they actually came out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, just from my, you know, documentaries and stuff, I don't think like IPs really were like that big at selling stuff back then. So in that time, because I think they did like Star Trek and and the original stuff was just old space toys that they slapped Star Trek on because no one really invested in IPs or, you know, intellectual properties such as movies and stuff like that to put out figures. Yeah, it was a mess, especially Star Trek. That was like, yeah, whatever. This is, the, oh, here's a, a kite. Yeah, we'll put Spock on it. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's, we'll repaint this Speed Racer helmet and it'll be Captain Kirk's pretend helmet. Yeah, with like a, with like a light on it. And something mm -hmm. else. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, when I was a kid, also, we had uh, Megos, uh, which were just, you know, it didn't matter if it was Marvel, DC, uh, you know, whatever. I think they had Dukes of Hazard ones. You know, it was just a big mess of it all came in Mego. And this is the Joker. And he's going to fight Spider-Man somehow, you know. And, uh, well, I mean, that's at least kind of cool, you know, especially scale wise. You know, hey, you can. For a kid, you can be crazy, you know. If you're not worried, you're not really worried about continuity. It's like you said, it's you know, the Duke Boys versus Spider-Man. Like, go for it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when I was a kid, you know, just like, oh well, they're superheroes. Yeah, it wasn't that much of a, a difference, really. <clears throat> right. So you said, um, you know, you, you got to see Star Wars. You were you were playing with your 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 knights to try to make that work, and then you said about a year later they uh, actually came to stores for you. Yeah, I mean, best I can remember, it was like I got one, and it was C-3PO, and I thought he was just the coolest dude, you know, like, he was this metal, shiny robot, and I, I remember taking him with me everywhere, and then after, you know, like, my mom realized that I liked C-3PO, she went out and bought, like, the whole slew of the rest of them you know because back then you could just go to Woolworths or somewhere and buy you know there's only like 12 or 15 and there wasn't that many even you know just buy them all and there you go 
wasn't like the headache we have collecting now, like running from store to store to, you know, early in the morning trying to find, oh my God, do they have the new Darth Maul? I don't know, but, you know, back in the day. For sure, and that's something that even I experienced where now you're, you know what's coming, short of what's, you know, the only time you know what's coming is looking at the back of the card. So you're, you're not going, oh, I'm looking for this figure, hunting, 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 because you heard about it online. Back then it was like, you just go and there it is. And that's what you got. Yeah. Like you'd, if you were lucky to find one of them, you just turn the card back over and you're like, well, okay. There's obviously more somewhere. There's R2D2 and Darth Vader. And, you know, it, it gave you a list. Right. And, and, you know, so you know what, what was up and that was for the parents. So the parents knew what to, to look for, you know, when they were out and about, Sure. So it all started in Star Wars. Um, so most people collect between, you know, they have their one big thing and that's all they collect, or you know, they're they're a little fairy, but usually they don't go too far, um, you know, into collecting 10, 13 things. And that's kind of where we're at. Um, and that's why we we made the kind of a list for each other of our our big three, um, the three main things. Of course, we always collect subsets of things, um, you know, that we like or that are just cool, but aren't exactly massive uh, additions to our collection. So, for you, um, you know, when did you hit your your three, and how does that relate, you know, what you're collecting now, those big three, to you know, when you were a kid and, and uh, started collecting them? Well, my big three as a kid are pretty much the same as my big three now, and you know, maybe the order of which goes up and down depending on what's going on but you know it had to be uh, uh star wars uh gi joe and transformers and toy wise in that order it was like they kept getting better and better you know star wars came out and they were the first like oh we have smaller action figures to play with that aren't like barbie dolls you know where we lose all their accessories and clothes or whatever like they would come with a blaster or whatever but Right. Yeah, they had some articulation. They looked cool. They basically, they didn't look exactly like they did in the movie. But you know, you looked at them and you you were like, okay, I got it. That's what you know, from right. Trooper. And then a couple years later, GI Joe came out, and I was blown away by how awesome those things were. And uh, they had a comic book to go along with those. So you know, not only did you. <laughs> Uh, you know, you get the action figures, you could, you know, Marvel Comics was putting out a story for you to kind of follow along with. So that was pretty badass. Yeah. And I mean, for for you guys, um, I mean, a little bit at my, as for me as a kid, but for you guys, like you got once a week, maybe twice a week to watch that show. So it was your imagination. It didn't need to be the most screen accurate thing. You're like, oh, this is that guy. And you were you were going with it. Mm hmm. And I was also into He-Man a lot when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, I think the figures came out before there was a cartoon. So we didn't even know, you know, if these guys were good guys or bad guys. I mean, you know, they came with little comic books. Yeah, that's Uh, that's the only way you had any clue, you know. Mm -hmm. And even then, if you didn't, if you lost the comic or you just didn't read them, whatever, you know, you just be like, oh, yeah, Merman's a good guy. (laughs) You know, Manny Faze is a bad guy. He doesn't exactly look like a terribly bad guy, yeah. He, I don't know, you know. I don't the know. eyeballs is kind of a quirky, cool thing shooting out of his head on the toys. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, those so guys. Men. But you know, eventually when Transformers came out, um, you know, there was that formula of toy, cartoon, comic book. You know, were all lined up. So and and, and that and, was Joe's. Yeah, and then or Joe's no, that's too. The- Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, like you said, the the show came out for He Man after the comic because they were like, "Oh, this is great." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then when the the cartoon came out, you're like, "Oh, yeah," and, and I really enjoyed that, uh, and and you know, and that gave us a little more structure as a kid playing with other kids on the playground. Like, oh, now we know they're fighting over Castle Grayskull and whatever. Um, yeah, cause me being an outsider, I saw Grayskull and always thought that was the bad place. You know, for me mm-hmm. being an outsider on on the fandom, I was just—I mean, literally until probably the last eight or nine years, I always thought oh, Grayskull. That's like clearly the bad place. But again, if you don't know, you don't know. So yeah, the they have to tell you they have to tell you Grayskull is, is the good place, the place you know where He Man is trying to protect and everything. Yeah, I think the box art even had Skeletor coming out of the castle. You know, like it was like they were attacked, and it's a skull, so it looks like you know Skeletor would live there. Yeah, it's definitely a, a different take. It's, you know, wasn't so, uh, you know, plain Jane, humans are the good guys, aliens are the bad guys, like uh, even in Star Trek, really. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we, and um, it's all good. No, I was just, you know, so, so with those, you know, it's kind of crazy that luckily for both bars, which, you know, is, the things that we still enjoy watching and still collect today or still being produced today. Oh yeah. Star Wars just keeps getting more and more massive all the time. I, I remember, you know, I, you, you know, when I was a kid, it was one thing. And then, uh, you know, like 10, 15 years goes by where there was kind of no media, no action figures. And, and again, I'm you know, a little older than you are. So, you know, I was already like a young adult and I just happened to be in like Walmart at one night and I, I just, was like, oh my god, what are those? Are those new Star Wars figures? It's <laughs> <laughs> all power of the force. Yeah, and I, I think that's when I hit the the crossroads right then and there. I was like, huh, I could buy a new pair of shoes, or <laughs> I could buy a few of these guys. I could buy these super He Man style, you know, buff yeah. <laughs> Luke, who you know, that's my first Star Wars, so I freaking love those figures. Yeah, and and you know, if we look back at those guys now, and we're like, oh, they're goofy looking and they're cheap and whatever. But you know, I had a lot of fun collecting those. You know, going around and looking for different ones, trying to find Boba Fett or trying to find, uh, you know, Lando or Luke and his snow speeder gear. And uh, you know, they had a lot of charm to them. <clears throat> so, outside our victory, because like we said. Uh... We can't just be contained to one, two, or three things. So we got our big three. Um, outside of our big three, what are um, a few figure lines, at least? We'll stick to figures for right now that, you, that you're uh, dabbling in. Well, now or when I was a kid? Uh, now. Now? Eh, let's see. Uh, well, I still get... Well, it still counts G.I. Joe. Well, G.I. Joe is different now, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I get those and I don't know that I'm collecting regularly anything else besides that. Uh, but, you know, if I do find some, if I go into a toy store or flea market or something and I see like 
oh, there's a cool Robotech figure that I I don't have or whatever, you know, I might I might be down for that or maybe Voltron, oh. you know. Oh yeah, and and I and I know you kind of do things like me too, where it's not necessarily an active collection because well, the people aren't producing them all the time, such as uh, Ghostbusters, like you know. When they produce cool stuff, we tend to buy it, but they mm-hmm. only produce stuff at a new movie, which, you know, but we're not going to count that one. But the first new movie, really, in what, 25, 30 years, just came out. So they just popped out a bunch of new figures. So things like that I do, and I know you do too. It's just like, oh, you know, or NECA with their random cool stuff that they pop out with random Arnold or random, you know, ghost based or whatever kind of you know cool niche thing yeah and those are really designed for people like us that like it, and they're literally a throwback you know you're walking over to the little specialty aisle in walmart or target and you're like hey look over here here's a ghost face only 30 bucks don't you want this you know you're like, yeah oh, and they're, yeah kind of <laughs> yeah and they're definitely not for kids like this is right this is for us this is like you know all the all the kids at heart. Um, if you took your kids to, and to see like the Alf figure, I mean, would they care or no? You know, that's you no. Know, they just they see a cool character. You know, they see a cool design, <laughs> which I guess speaks for you know the design of it back then. That it's still you know is it, eye catching to kids now. Uh, so I guess that you know that's that's a pretty rad thing about it. Like He Man, for instance, like get bored uh, watching that cartoon, which I love. You know, I I didn't watch this kid, but looking back at it now, it's it's great. Um, but my kids now like they'll zoom in on it, and that's way out of anything of the the computer animation that that there are now. Are they watching the new He Man, the the like the kid kind of cartoon? I think it's on Netflix. I haven't watched that in front of them a lot, um, but I have watched the. Uh, you know, the, what the filmation or, or whatever the original one was in front of them. And, and they sat down and, and, and dug that. I mean, you know, my oldest boy, he sat down and, and was watching Conan, which I'm not sure if that's a good good father thing to do to my uh, seven-year-old son. But, hey, he was uh, he was digging Conan, doing some slaying. Conan was rough for me when I was a kid. I was like, <laughs> holy cow, yeah. I was like, I was blown away by that. But no, there's. I was, speaking of He-Man, I was just saying there's a lot of He-Man out right now. There's like three different figure lines. There's like three different Fox, shows, man. and I'm like, holy cow, so much He-Man, you know. I hope that that's not even. That's not. That's not even like the, the tippy top stuff. They're putting out like five hundred dollars statues and stuff now. Oh sure, yeah. There's the high end stuff, but I mean stuff you can just easy access to, like you know, there was the. You know, there's there's the old filmation cartoons from the eighties. I'm sure you can find those either on YouTube or wherever they're streaming from. And then there was the really good series in the the like early two thousands, <clears throat> which I forget exactly what it was called, but we you know, we tend to just call it like two thousand X or whatever, and that was like a really good show. And then uh I think it just came out a couple years ago, the Kevin Smith he-man on netflix and now there's a like a a real kitty kitty dumbed down kind of cartoony one that i haven't watched yet but apparently all the kids dig it so so well, much I, got, I got the name for the uh 
the 2002 He-Man uh, TV show. Care to take a crack at what it's called? Uh, the Mike Young He-Man. <laughs> I think that's All what right. It sit is. down. This is this is pretty wild. It's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Well, I'll be dead. 2002. <laughs> they they really stepped outside the box on that. Well, what do you know? <laughs> Um, so besides figures and, and things like that on this pod, we're also going to talk about, um, uh, what, what's the medium word I'm looking for here? Um, good Lord, you know, TV shows, TV shows, movies, um, entertainment. There you go. That's what it is. Uh, so with that, um, before we take our break, um, what mediums such as enter- entertainment wise were you? You know, besides the toys that you just like the shows that you're that you're currently into, that you that you kept being into from being a childhood, or just you know ones that were cool as your childhood that um, you look back fondly of, and maybe not necessarily uh, continue to watch to this day. Um, well, I mean, I know we just talked about Ghostbusters being toys, but you know, I I almost don't even count that because there's so few things to get, you know. But I really like the 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 original ghostbusters movie and uh you know i even bought the Haslab proton pack and everything so the you know the ghostbusters has always been cool um what else star trek is always cool you know i know there was toys for that out the yin yang but not when i was a kid <laughs> no magos and, and 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 dipping our toe back into the collecting a little bit one collection of yours that I'm super jealous of is your Lord of the Rings collection, and the and the love that we both have for those movies. Oh yeah, definitely love Lord of the Rings. Uh, I mean, masterpiece. It's so good, you know. It's timeless. You know, you look back, and that was those movies came out over. I'm not even talking about the books and whatnot, but the, right. just the movies came out over 20 years ago, and I mean, there's never a time when if that happens to be on TV or I won't just stop and like, just watch it, you know? No. And have a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say that is like my go-to nap movie. Like if I'm tired and need to like, but I don't look at that as a, as it's boring. It's just, I'm so comfortable watching that. And I just, my mind relaxes and everything in my, and my brain just goes away and I can just chill out and I can pass out watching a good two towers turn the king. It doesn't matter. It's not just fellowship. That's a little slower pace, but I can rack out good to that stuff. Yeah, it's definitely what I would I would consider a, a comfort movie, you know, which which I have a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we got to you know, because uh, w- with that you know our our similarities of you know single mom um, uh, raising us or you know being raised by the TV in a lot of ways and. Um, so these things are comfort, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, like, why are you submitting that stuff? I'm like, well, it's kind of like, that was my brother. That was my sister. I'm an only child. That was, that was my play buddy is, is Nickelodeon. It, it's, it's the Power Rangers and things like that. Um, so a lot of these things we're going to keep delving into. And there's, you know, a lot more from, I know that, that you're into, that we'll delve into over time, you know, Voltron, Marvel wrestling, for instance. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a big one for us. Um, I mean, you can. We're going to talk a lot about that at some point. Yeah, yeah, we definitely delve into a lot of, you know, eighties, nineties, 
I mean, all the way to now, we still uh, dabble in it uh, when we have free time. Um, so, but on that, I think we need to take our break, which our break, since we are just starting, doesn't exactly have any sponsors or anything like that, which, who knows, we're not, that's not what this is about anyway. But the very important, informative segment that we like to call the Christmas Countdown. How many nights do we have to endure before we get to go to sleep and think about the wonders of Christmas morning? 219. 219 more sleeps, we get to wake up Christmas morning. So, as a someone who looks back at, at that time, Christmas is, is it for me. I know I think Halloween's probably, is, is Halloween your first? Is that your number one, followed by Christmas? Uh, yeah, kind of by default, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas for sure, definitely. I mean, that the the, the second anything goes up in Walmart decoration wise, like I become <laughs> a giddy little schoolboy, and my heart begins to flutter. It's just like it's my thing. So uh, that's what we look at. We'll uh, so each episode we'll try to we'll try to keep breaking that down, and hopefully we can remember to put that in there. But uh, as it is as of this recording, it's two hundred and nineteen nights. And counting. Yeah, but who's counting? Just... All right. Uh, so I guess I got. I guess I got to talk about me now. Yeah, go ahead. And like the, the cool, <laughs> the cool, the cool stuff I liked, or or the stuff that when you were out rocking your uh, your denim and and black and throwing up the uh, devil horns would look at and think it's rather silly. But <laughs> yep. Uh, full you like ninety things. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was actually watching today, by the way. Started started over season one. Damn Demogorgon came out of nowhere. <laughs> Mike rolled a seven, and the uh, Demogorgon got him. Um. So as I was saying, yeah, definitely a '90s kid, born in '87, early '87. So started my '90s at three, three years old. Perfect time to start getting into, you know the TV shows and actually kind of sort of paying attention to them. Um, the first TV show that I can say that I ever paid attention to, which was a very cool show, was probably the most popular show at the time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, I kind of contributed that to the theme song. All kids shows, do you have a banging theme song? kind of like half the battle so so with that I, I mean with the lightning coming out of the sewer the sewer popping off and flying through the air that was like the first thing and i was just basically dancing in front of the tv and back and forth and that was kind of my uh my ways of doing it i don't know that i i think turtles started in it may have started in 87 when I was born. So it was already out a couple of years by the time I really started paying attention to it. And, um, and with that, I'm pretty sure all my turtle figures were like, were, were secondhand. Original was uh, 87. Yeah. So. Yeah, all the all my original figures, I had like a helicopter and stuff like that. Um, 
but it was more like just kind of smashing them together at that age. Wasn't really any kind of story development or or imagination that I used. So, which I guess works out because I don't have any memory of ever opening one. But I'm pretty sure they were secondhand passed down by somebody, um, <laughs> and got them through the grapevine. Because you know, as as we were kind of discussing uh, earlier, you know, back in those days, that was kind of a normal thing. Like, oh well, little Timmy's done with these toys. Do you want them? Sure. And it would just like through the neighborhood, toys would get passed down through moms, grandma, whatever the case things like that so that's how you know it, it wasn't today where you were done with them and they went to goodwill it you know they went to, they went to the other neighborhood kids and then um i uh, graduated to like the first figure i can remember ever like really really actually playing with was one that's probably not a lot of people's first thing and it was the star trek the next generation bridge playset Oh wow! From old playmate, dude, I played with that bad boy. Cause it was, I mean, at that point, again, Star Trek Next Gen, eighty-seven, so on all the time, right smack in the middle of its like tight that ninety, ninety-one, ninety-two, all those years, I would just play with that thing <laughs> all the time. So that was like my first like sci-fi experience. You know, a lot of people with Star Wars, but yep, Star Trek the bridge. Um, in age. Dude, uh, those things, those, especially for how frustrating it is to try to get them dudes to sit in those seats because they would just slide off or the seats would come out of the little, like, not even a quarter of an inch peg holes at their end and they would just. Very hard to make it though. Frustrating for a child. <laughs> Riker couldn't even throw his leg over one of them. No. Well, you know, not without it exploding, essentially. Um, and then I discovered the beauty that was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in 1993. That was it. Game over. Power Rangers, bright colors, again, banging theme song. Go, go, Power Rangers! Do, 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 do. Go, go, Power Rangers! My little six-year-old self seeing Kimberly doing, like, cartwheels and like pink spandex. Ooh, we can do that. So, karate, giant swords flashing. So, that was 100% my first real love of uh, any kind of TV show, uh, any kind of toys. Uh, you know, definitely a middle class family. So, Toys getting toys was pretty much a grandma thing. Pretty much grandma, and you pretty much had to wait till the next Christmas. So the first, I mean, I got a couple of the flip heads, but um, like sword wise, I didn't get no zords until like the second, which was the Thunder Zord. So it was like the original Megazord, and then you got the Thunder Zord. So I have a pretty special place in my heart for that one, which is why I own uh, three of them. Yeah, I own yeah three of them and and one in box. <laughs> problem but 100 percent playing in the pool acting like of course not my pool but the community the on base pool uh pretending i was the dragon sword coming out of the pool over <laughs> and over and over walking up the steps over and over for hours and i'm like okay cool whatever if she was even there she was probably working you know back then again just go down the pool by yourself as a little kid um 
I remember seeing so that, those that, pegs like, what is the what is this? Was this supposed to be Voltron? But <laughs> it's not. Oh, there's, and there's no way you couldn't see it. I mean, it was the biggest thing for yeah. years. So, uh, toy. I look back at some of these cool videos on YouTube with uh, where they do like Toys R Us tours, and it's just smammered entire aisles of just Power Rangers and every kind of microphone, you know, walkie-talkie, you know, cool string toy. All of this was was there. Did they have the helmets back then? You know, like the the role play helmets or anything. They did eventually get role play stuff, but for some reason they never ventured in. I mean, it's like Halloween costumes, but they never really ventured into the helmets. They ended up getting uh, gloves, which I think we saw that one time at uh, oh yeah the toy store in St. Augustine. Yeah, so they yeah. ended up getting those with the uh, the little thumb button that would make the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh sound like you're doing a karate <laughs> chop. Um, and then I, I think they did boots for the movie, like kind of like they would pull over your shoes. But that was like it. Um, even the, I mean, they had the morphers and stuff like that. But you know, very, very minimalistic. It's all about the the, the action figures and the, the swords. Let's see what what did I go to next? Oh, I just uh, I found a little thing called Star Wars. Uh-huh. You know, Power Rangers. It was definitely still a love at this time. Um, I, I stayed with it uh, probably a lot longer than a lot of kids did. I think I got all the way uh, into it space, which at that point was four or so seasons in. So I was, I was in it probably for a good four and a half, five years. Um, and hey, my, my, my Star Wars story is, is also a weird one. As I'm not, I'm not sure which came first, um, but along with you, Power of the Force came out. And I, I believe at the same time was um, they were re-releasing the trilogy in theaters with the yep. uh, the George Lucas updates, special editions. So, yep, there you go, special edition. That's one of them. And so at the same time, they were playing them on USA all the time, like almost on repeat. It felt like like every Saturday. It was, you know, Star Wars trilogy, boom, 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 and you just sit there, and yep. and every weekend it would play like all three movies. So I remember for, and that's the only way we could watch them for a long time because they they weren't even out on VHS yet, or maybe they came out right after the, like the special. Well, they had the, the yeah. Well, there was a big gap in between that time, so you know you have the. Cause I've got a couple of months to get this. There's like two releases and there's like a big gap where they did the black box with like the weird the weird Darth Vader like half face on it that had the trilogy in it and then yeah. they did the gold box that had the uh, special edition it was shiny for the, so with that and, and only having one way to watch it I remember being in Abilene Texas probably the same time as you and yeah. and at that point because I had fallen in love with it through the Power of the Force figures uh, had an X-Wing. I think all I really had that first was an X-Wing, and then I ended up getting a Millennium Falcon. But I definitely never got a TIE Fighter. I got a Dash Rendar's Outrider. Had no clue or understanding, like, what what is this? Because I was completely unaware of any of the of the EU or video game stuff, so it was just some weird shit that, of course, I used my imagination, and it was just, like, another weird Millennium Falcon is what I you know thought it was. 
Which I guess read read Shadows of the Empire if you ever get a, get a chance. It's pretty cool. It is some kind. Of, well, he's in that. He's in that video game too. The, the yep. uh, Nintendo sixty four version, I think. Yeah, um, I had that. <laughs> but the the funny story about the VHS itself, again, middle class at best. You know, probably not by by probably putting a uh, gloss on it. But um, my only version of Star Wars was a VHS recording of the USA uh, Star Wars show. So, you know, you're fast-forwarding every 30 minutes for five minutes. Back to back to <laughs> so that was the only tape I had. And I, I want to say it was all on one tape, which seems logical. Maybe not. That seems, seems logical. They, they played them all in order. so Right, yeah. So they kind of plowed through it. But I wore that bad boy out until one day. I put it in. Super excited sitting there, little 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 kid with his his power of the force gigant, you know, Luke Skywalker and what comes on? PBR or I think it was PBR whatever it's called. I think it's called PBR, Professional Bull Riding. Yeah. Like PBA, PBR something. <laughs> anyway, it's bull riding. No, bull riding. It's a oh. professional B- bull riding association, PBA maybe, I don't know. Well, then. and that's what it is. It's like three hours of bull riding, and that's how you got into bull riding. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I was hooked. No, my uh, my stepdad at the time recorded over it. Oh, with no with, with that, and I was crushed. No. I mean, bawling. With which props to my mom. She was. <laughs> she chewed him out so bad. She's like, how do you not know that that's what he loves so much? And he recorded over so they were polarizing. So, so props, mom. Thanks for that one. Yeah. Um, so, uh-uh. But it was pretty much all downhill after that. Um, and then we, uh, then I graduated into adolescence and uh, got a little older. Probably, I don't know, it's probably like 10, 11. When I uh, found wrestling, I mean, how did I find wrestling? Was it was it Andre the Giant being slammed by Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania three? Nah, it was uh, on July eighth, nineteen ninety six, Monday after Bash at the Beach, <laughs> the Bash at the Beach where Hulk Hogan turned heel. Now, I had dabbled in in wrestling. I, I VHS is from the, the movie store. Um, one that I watched over and over again was like uh, Spring Stampede, where uh, Ric Flair and Steamboat wrestled for like an hour. It was insane. But I never really like latched on. I never really was able to uh, you know, watch the, the, the WCW Saturday Night or the, the Monday Night Saturday Night or the Monday Night Raw or Nitro uh, before that. But somehow... Again, before internet, I heard at my grandmother's house because I was staying there for the summer that, hey, Hulk Hogan's the bad guy. He turned bad and beat up the good guy. What? And I, and I was blown away. I was like, wait, what? That, that's not possible. It's Hulk Hogan. That's people look back and like, oh, Hulk Hogan turned heel. That was such a cool moment. It's like that was crushing, crushing. So first time. Monday Nitro turned it on, boom, sitting there at the in the Disney MGM parking lot, 
where Nitro was being filmed at that time in front of Hollywood Studios now. So that little that little entrance where you walk in, yep. that's where the wrestling ring was, sitting right there and watching Hulk Hogan come come out in, in all black and them talking, you know, replaying the, uh, oh, you fans can stick it, brother, you know. <laughs> and then, I, I mean, that was it. And and I was a WCW head. You know, people talk about the Monday Night Wars, switching back and forth. Now, was, now let me ask you, did Hulk, did Hulkster, um, did did he grow out his stubble for that? Or did, yeah. was, was that like, Makeup, because <laughs> you never Dude, saw I, a, a. He always had his his uh, handlebar, but he never had any other kind of beard or whatever. You know, it is. It's it's funny you ask that because I was literally watching. Because I've got it to where I'm trying to rewatch every Nitro because for the longest time I'll just watch like ninety six to ninety seven and a half, and then I'll start over again. So I'm trying to watch it all the way through the two thousands when it gets a little uh, awful. Um. And we're, we're, I'm like three episodes, I'm right before Road Wild where he beats the Giant to win the championship for the first time and spray paints it with the NWO. And I was looking at his beard line going like, dude, that is like epic. It, it, it's so epic that I'm like, like you said, is that real? Like, mm-hmm. how, could, how could they fake that? Like he's having wrestling matches so it couldn't, it couldn't be painted on. So yeah, he just must have like a stick, which I've seen him now he's grown it out before and he looked like freaking Santa Claus. So I guess it's real, but that thing is epic. It just looked rad. Like he was able to do that overnight almost like it's five o'clock shadow from bash at the beach to <laughs> nitro. The next night was, was pretty, was pretty thick. Um, but like I was saying, like a lot of people were during the Monday night wars during this time, which is what really kicked it off. Scott Hall, Kevin Ash coming over to WCW oh, yeah. um, really, really kicked it off. But, I wasn't switching back and forth. I mean, you go back and watch, go watch a Monday night or actually go watch the Monday night raw on July 8th, 1996. It's absolute garbage. It was like gold dust versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. When it wasn't triple H, it was Hunter uh, Helmsley. Helmsley. So for like a year and a half until Stone Cold like got big, like it was garbage. There was no back and forth for the longest time. I don't I don't think the war, like, I don't no. think WWE really held up their end of the bargain until it, Goldberg got big. It, it was weird for me looking at some of those, you know, in that time frame, uh, you know, like pre-attitude era, like like Rock was like a, a, a rookie, you know. Rocky uh, Maivia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stone Cold was like, a, you know, he was still pretty, pretty well-liked, but. You know, he was still like a rookie too. It was just funny, like watching some of those those early matches with him before when he was before people just even lost their mind when he came out. Yeah, yeah, even even like even in the time between like ringmaster when he was with Ted DiBiase when he was the ringmaster and had like some <laughs> version of hair. Uh, I mean, in the Hollywood blondes in WCW, he had you know clearly blonde, flowing locks. You know, I never even was... bought that action figure of him when he was stunning Steve because that that meant nothing to me. Like that was not my Steve. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> I remember him more with Pillman. Um, at, I think it was the Hollywood Blondes. He may have been something else, but I think it was the Hollywood Blondes when they were when he was tag teaming with Brian Pillman, mm. uh, and he still had the blonde hair. But it, yeah, that figure is even before that. So I, that's before my time. <laughs> but it's just a super rad figure, so I had to get it. And it was WCW, so I had to get it. Yeah, fair enough. So, so what, what else? 
Um, so, I mean, those were the, those are the big three things that kind of like that I collected as a kid and was, was, was zoomed into for, uh, for my, you know, watching, but non-figure related, I was definitely into, I was definitely into Nickelodeon. I mean, it's, it's tattooed on my leg, uh, from, uh, Rugrats, Doug, Hey Dude to Pete and Pete, which is one of those shows that I mentioned to people and they have no clue. Did, did you like Ed, Ed and Eddie? No, that was, I think that was after, I think that was after <laughs> my, my nickel. like that was probably in my wrestling slash gotcha. trying to get girls time, you know, whatever, right. whatever that, that period of time was. Um, Fox Kids, a little bit of X-Men. X-Men pretty dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it was pretty rad. Spider Man to a lesser extent, but then along the same path as as the Power Rangers like Beetle Force and VR Troopers, which uh, I dabble in. We'll have to talk about them at some point. I feel like yeah, that, we'll that's an unexplored territory. And that's actually something I've been there's a on the work computer, there's like a, a, a how VR Trooper was, was made <laughs> and it like a 20 minute watch but it's it, stuff that i never even knew which was pretty rad but um yeah so that's just kind of um a quick rundown of like who we are um what we're into uh, we're not going to be talking about model trains in here or uh, you know anything that any kind of steel toys from the the 50s or anything like that but our areas you know from the 80s uh and up through now and we'll we'll discuss you know some what's going on in uh, entertainment world, you know, the, the latest summer blockbuster, especially Fast 10, like that's something that we're going to just really dive deep into because it's just an epic kind of show. Is Brad is a big fan movies. of uh, Fast and Dom, Dom Toretto, just mm-hmm. as a man right there. Um, but, you know, the Marvel movies, you see all those, you know, the, the summer hits um, and any kind of cool TV shows that's going on, Disney Plus, whatever. Star Wars, that kind of stuff, and then and then also the uh, action figures that are coming out today, uh, what we get and what we think of it, and then like what's coming up that looks cool that we'd be interested in getting. Yeah, and we just saw Guardians three, Guardians of the Galaxy three, that was awesome. It was rad. Back to back to form. So happy about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on our yeah, but on our normal episodes, that's what we'll uh, we'll dig into stuff like that, and then. Uh, I think we're going to try to do a uh, a big boy, which, you know, we're at like 45 minutes right now. So uh, I think our normal episodes will probably, most likely, they'll end up being 45 to an hour. Um, but when we get into our big boy, we'll, we'll really try to dive deep into uh, either a figure line or a, a TV series. And we'll really just, just hit home on that kind of stuff. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll do that when we get there. But... Uh, Thanks for uh, sticking with us and uh, letting us get our feet wet and figuring out how this whole uh, podcasting thing works. We hope you uh, enjoyed listening to us ramble. All right. And uh, we're going to try to record our first episode part um, in the next following days. And uh, we'll talk to you then. But first, we got to throw one back. Throw one back. Pretend that was a beer. Okay. Alrighty, Mr. BJ. We will talk at you next time. See you later. See ya. Thank you so much for staying to the very end of this week's podcast. Do us a favor, head on over to Twitter and check us out at Throwback Pod. 
would like, shoot us a message. 